Egypt and Australia, Surveyor General made a journey in 1848-49 through the southeastern area of WA Southwest. His journey took him through this part of the wheat belt with Gary Repsholy to talk about the purpose of his exploration. Yes, uh, Roe undertook this exploration uh, mainly because it was to fill in the last part of the jigsaw for Southwest. They journeyed. This area was the southeastern part of the Southwest land region which was, hadn't been explored and they wanted to see what possibilities for agriculture and uh, mining opportunities. How did they actually explore the area? What did they actually use? Again, just simply by uh, horsepower. They did have a cart on this first part of the uh, journey down to Cape Rish, but they gave up on the cart. But the horses were the mainstay, and of course carrying the provisions and sometimes carrying the explorers themselves. And of course, it was amazing the, the time of the journey. Basically, they averaged about 22 kilometres a day. And the journey took 149 days and they traversed 3,000, nearly 3,000 kilometres. Incredible. Granite rocks were quite important back then, such as Eurokine rock. Why were they so important? Yes, these rocks, uh, they were very important for all explorers in uh, WA, particularly the southern part, because it gave them a uh, an elevated vantage point to have a look at the vista and plan their next stage of their journey. These rocks were called uh, bald hills by one of the later explorers and uh, they uh, gave them such an advantage to have a have a look at the landscape and of course uh, you've got to remember the landscape was woodland or scrub so you needed these high points to take latitude and longitude readings and to see the next high point of their journey. And of course, the rocks also were a source of often permanent water and sometimes some uh, feed for the suitable feed for the horses. What was Rose's first impression of this area? He considered uh, a lot of the heavy woodland area to have good potential, uh, particularly coming from Coolan Rock to Eurocon. And he noted the salt lakes, uh, such as the Continent Lake, of course, and the shallow salt lagoons. But uh, as he traversed further east from Calgarin Hills, the land southeast of Hyden seemed more on the scrubby side and also the lack of feed for his horses and therefore he turned south to continue his journey. What relevance does Yurikan hold now and is there anything to do and see out there? Uh, yes, there's plenty to see and do. I, I consider it to be a little piece of paradise in the continent region. In the 1920s first up it was developed as a water catchment. She built a rock line dam and that provided water for some of the neighbouring farmers and also to the continent town site. And that in time was connected to the Comprehensive Water Scheme. In our centenary year of 2010, two walk trails were developed, a bush walk and a rock walk trail with interpretive signage. And of course the wildflowers are splendid to be seen in the, depending on the season a little bit, but in September and October, the wildflowers are tremendous. And can anyone go on these trails? Is it for young and old? Yes, it certainly caters for young and old. They're not hard walk trails at all. And there's a brochure available on the history of Eurokine and of course on the walk trails. Thank you very much Gary for your enthusiasm and knowledge on the area.